The Marine and the Hippie is a weekly conversation about current events aimed at presenting alternative viewpoints while looking for common ground. We are the Marine and the Hippie. Good evening, everybody. You're listening to Marine and the Hippie. This is Season 3, Dialogue Number 4, and we are back from an extended hiatus. Dylan is back in the United States, and uh, while uh, Dylan was moving, we took a break, and uh, now we're back, and we are here to talk about the proposition, if you will, that we have a moral and ethical obligation as people to make the world a better place than when we arrived. And I posted this meme up on the internet. I'm kind of leery about um, what I call bumper sticker philosophy. Uh, And that is definitely bumper sticker philosophy if I ever saw it. But in this case, I kind of believe it, that we have an ethical obligation or moral obligation to make the world better than the way we saw it. And we can actually, you know, consider what it means to be better. We can have an argument about that or whatever. Uh, and we can also argue about whether or not people actually follow through on their ethical and moral obligations, uh, whether or not that means if someone doesn't or isn't interested in following through on it, does it mean that we that we don't have that moral and ethical obligation? I mean to say, just because we don't do what we're supposed to do, does that mean we're not supposed to do it? So, Dylan, proposition. We have an ethical and moral obligation to make the world better than when we than when we got it. What do you say? Uh, I, so I, I'm going to break. I think we're breaking down. I can break down the question to be be a little bit simpler. Is just are we moral? You know, are are we a moral because because we're human? Do we have a do? Are we a moral species? And um, uh, it's a tough one. It's a tough question because. Do we have an ethical responsibility to help the planet? Do we have an ethical responsibility to help others? Even if we, even if we just go by, by saying humanity is more important than, let's say, the dogs or the dolphins or the, the mountains, we're not doing it. So we're, we're clearly not doing it. There's some that are, that are trying their best to, to, to put the band-aid on, on, on the gusher, but are we doing it as a collective whole? It doesn't seem like that. I mean, and, and it's, it, that becomes the debate. So are we a moral species? I think the, I think some people are, have kindness and within that kindness, they generate their own morality and ethics. But I'm not sure that as a whole, we're anything more than a dog or a dolphin or a tree. Well, I think that if we say that we aren't moral, this brings up a host of uh, of consequences. To say we're not moral sort of allows us to get away with basically whatever we want. And while there are people who do get away with whatever they want, uh, I can think of several politicians, for example, who are recently or currently in office who are getting away with all sorts of crime and you know unethical behavior. Maybe it's not a crime, but it's still you know, wrong to do it anyway. And that goes to both parties. I still should have some sort of basis to hold them accountable for their actions. And I don't mean the law. I mean something that goes above the law because a man makes a law. A man can make a law to, to say anything. I don't like the smell of marijuana. So since I'm the majority leader in the House of Representatives, I'm going to use my power to outlaw marijuana. That's not the same as saying you shouldn't kill people and eat their flesh. That's a totally different thing to say. I would say that, you know, not killing people and eating their flesh, unless you're in a situation where that's the only thing to eat and it's either your life or not, you know, that might give you a a, a moral, you know, pass on that. But for the most part, to say, you know, this is moral and that 
is a different thing to say whether or not this is legal or that. So whether or not we're moral, I would argue we probably are moral. And if we're not moral, we are wrong for not being moral. We should be moral. Dylan? I think morality is a construct. And I think it's used as as a piece of control to control the ethical person or the ethical mind or the person who who believes in right and wrong. And because they believe in right and wrong and they have ethics, they don't ever step over that line. Because as you said, you brought up these politicians. It's clearly that the rules don't apply, apply to them and don't apply to everyone else on the same level. If you have wealth or you have you have power, you're, you're not you're not being prosecuted at, at the same level as if you're just just a local schmo. So if we're going to say that that we're moral and we have a moral responsibility, then the system needs to be fair, and, and that's clearly what we don't have. We don't have a fair and just system because poverty is rampant. Uned, the uneducated are growing by the hordes as a control. Because they don't want people reading. Because if people read, then they and and were able to create and think on their own. They they could they would see the bullshit. It's instead they they want us enjoying the circus and the show, but that's going nowhere. You know that we've had a couple of shows about this, like the basketball for one. They have us fighting amongst ourselves as though we're playing a game. It's us against them, but like we're on the same fucking team. So. It's, it's kind of, it's, it's pretty odd, idiotic where we are. And then I bring down, you know, we're coming, we're coming off the holiday season. And again, we, we, I've said this a few times on the show and we brought it up. Feed the hungry, shelter the homeless, heal the sick. Well, you know, there's lots of buildings in every, in every city in the United States that that is, that is those, those three statements are the foundation of why that building exists. Yet they're sick within the community, they're hungry within their, those communities, and they're homeless within those communities. And those numbers are growing. So therefore, I'm not, if we do have an ethical responsibility and, and, and a moral responsibility to, to leave the system better than it is, I'd give us an F. We're not doing a very <laughs> good job of it. Um, when we come back from Marine and the Hip, from break, uh, we'll continue with Marine and the Hippie. Season 3, Dialogue Number 4, Are We Moral and Ethical? You're listening to The Marine and the Hippie. I'm Dylan. I'm the hippie from Turkey. And let me just tell you, Kolai Gelsen, may it be easy. Peace. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Season 3, Dialogue Number 4 of The Marine and the Hippie. Are we ethical? Do we have a moral responsibility? And what does all this mean? What does all this mean to the to the world? Now, before we went to the break, Dylan gave us as a people an F. Uh, I, I tend to I tend to think that that Dylan was a little bit charitable in his uh, his evaluation of humanity. I think we not only fail, we don't even show up most of the time to our our class. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that we are not moral. I think that you know. We by saying we are we're not moral that I reiterate that kind of gives us a pass to do all kinds of devious horrible things. In other words, if we say we're moral, then we can say that we are failing to be to live up to that standard. If we say there is no standard, then there's no real standard to judge whether or not people are failing to live that live up to that standard. And I, you know, being a bastard to one another without a, a moral or an ethic code 
you know, governing the world, it's sort of like who cares? I mean, that's what that's what you know the the nihilists believe. That's what they believe that there's no sort of ethical code or anything like that that I can be judged by. So I'm just going to do whatever the hell I want to because nothing nothing can happen to me. You know, nothing. Nobody has the right to say anything to me. And this is you know people always trot out Tupac Shakur in this this point when they say he had some lyric or something in one of his songs that said only god can judge me you see it on countless numbers of t-shirts with tupac shakur's head bowed down you know he was a influential rapper and he was a uh a very adept commentator on you know social you know conditions in the society and especially in his community specifically and he had a very you know activist mother and he was well educated and well read and all this other stuff and at the same time he totally got that one wrong like only god can judge me that's not true i think that i possess a moral standard by which i can judge human behavior and Tupac being a human being, he's not above judgment. And I would apply the same standard of judgment to Tupac as I would to myself, hopefully. You know, I, I, I don't like to think of myself as taking a privileged position. If I set a moral rule out for other people or an ethical rule out for other people, I expect to be held to that rule and that ethical, you know, moral rule myself. And so I think that if we say that morality is merely a construct that's designed to control other people, I have to ask the question then, if that is the if that is the case, Dylan, who is the person that set that that construct? Who is the person that put that construct in place? And who is the person or people who maintain this construct? Uh to get it out of this whole notion of this is the thing that they, whoever they are, we're we're trying to figure out who they are in this case. Who is the person that set that construct in place, Dylan? Well, uh, it's the, it's the first person who had power. So I, I assume the person with the biggest fist or the bigger rock. Um, I, I, I don't know. I think we might have talked about this in the last show, but I'll give the, this quick analogy. Religion and politics, you know, if, or, and power. And, and, and if you imagine on, 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 so let's say, Doc, you're the king and, and I'm your, the bread maker or whatever in, in your kingdom. And you say, I'm the king. I want, I'm, you, you have to follow me. And I said, I don't want to follow you. And you say, well, I'm going to kill your son because I don't want to kill you because you're a good bread maker. So you kill my son. But I have two other sons. So to protect them, what do I do? I, I follow you. And then the king also says, well, and I want your sons to follow me. So when I bring them up, I bring them not to fear you, but to follow you and to respect you because then they all have an easier life, one that is not filled with anger and rage and hatred, but one that at least they can they can move forward to have a, a meaningful and at least somewhat real life, as opposed to one where they're always worrying about being destroyed by the person in power. Religion is the same. Follow me or, or you go to hell. Well, then if, if I say I'm not going to follow you and then you, you kill me and my, my wife is still alive and she knows that you're going to, you're going to kill my kids as the priest. I'm going to teach those kids to believe, to pretend to believe in God and, and have that faith. But over a generation or two generations, that origin story disappears and all we have is God being great and, and blind followers, duck. Okay, so for myself, uh, I'm not really a God person. I, I grew up in the Lutheran church and I grew up learning all the stuff about the Bible and Jesus and everything, but I have sort of left that all behind. And for me, hell doesn't have any kind of power. It doesn't determine, like fear of hell 
or the afterlife doesn't determine whether or not I'm a moral person. I like to think that I'm a moral person because it's reasonable for me to do that. Like I, I, I get along with people better when I don't cut people in line at the water fountain, you know, just, I, I just, I, I, I have to just chime in and make a joke here. Right. I fear hell about the same level that I, that I'm afraid of, of nuclear war at yeah, this point. Right. Like I, 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 like I just don't care. I, yeah. I, I, I celebrate God as much as I celebrate Santa Claus. I mean, for the same exact reasons, you know, like this is the guy that supposedly gives me things magically in my sleep. Like, do I, do I believe that nonsense? I don't. I don't believe it. And no, nothing a priest or a, a religious person could possibly say to me would get me to behave a certain way on threat of eternal damnation. That just doesn't have any kind of power over me. And yet, I still like to think that I behave in a moral fashion, not because I'm afraid of hell or because of I'm afraid of any kind of force at all, but because I like people generally and I want them to be my friends. And if I act like a dickhead all the time, then nobody's going to be my friend. I mean, maybe that is a sort of force, but I don't know. What do you think, Dylan? Uh, I, I just, uh, I'm, I'm just, I, I don't struggle with this. Like, I just, at the end of the day, as a human being, as I've, as I've, as I've owned my life and built my own life and what happens in my head and how I think and how I spend my time, I just, at the end of the day, I, I want, I want to leave my life saying, yeah, I did. I don't know. I think that, like, on the scorecard of life, I've done I've done more good than harm. And you know, I I don't drive a car regularly. I ride a bicycle. I'm a vegetarian. Not that these things matter all that much. It's like if I, but I, it's how I, I my presence in life is to be considerate of others. Is to you know even uh, and I'll tell the story before we go to break. I was talking to one of my colleagues today and we we're talking about driving. I said, "Yeah, I drive slow now. I don't know what changed. I just don't like driving fast." So, but but it bugs me if somebody's like if I'm doing 43, you know, 45 where it says the speed limit is 45 and I have somebody on on my ass. What I do now though is I turn on my blinker and I pull over and I let them pass me because I, I I don't I don't need to be in in the world of road road rage they seem to need to go faster than than the posted speed limit that's fine with me but they're infringing on my freedom at that moment of feeling safe so i want to avoid them i want to get away from that situation so we come back we'll continue with uh, marine and the hippie season three dialogue number four are we moral is it a construct what's going on Hey, this is Doc with Marine and the Hippie. I'm the Marine, and let me just say, make love, not war. Peace. Welcome back to the Marine and the Hippie. I'm the Hippie. Uh, talking to you from Durango, Colorado. We are in Season 3, Dialogue 4, talking about are we moral. When we went to break, I was given the analogy and the story about driving in the car and trying to just say, and, and the story was pretty much, I'm trying to control my life and, and, and how I interact with others. I don't want to be angry, so I'm going to try to avoid anger. But the problem is other people do things to make the situation uncomfortable for others. And that's where, that's where I, before break, Doc was talking about too. It's like the, are we, at, do we have an ethical responsibility? Do we have, is there a responsibility of, 
Is there something that differs that makes us differ from an animal? Or are we just assholes and trying to, be, or, or are we just assholes trying to be kind? I think, I think there is something more. I think there is something more to what it means to be human and that we need to see a little bit more of togetherness, more of, Hey, let's, let's, let's feed the hungry because there's hungry people, not because it's like my religious obligation, but because, yo, there's a person over there that needs some food. There's a, a kid there, there there's kids in your neighbor in in all of our neighborhoods that don't have jackets in the middle of fucking winter to go to school but there's somebody driving a lamborghini what the fuck's that about so that 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 opens up the question like do we have that kind of obligation i know that we started with that and when we say that we should hung, feed the hungry because there's hungry people and we don't want hungry people to be around does that create like an obligation for us to do it to 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 work to feed the hungry if we are arguing you know society should be thus in a certain way society should be a society where there aren't hungry people do we create for ourselves an obligation then to make that society that way and i would argue that we do create an obligation for ourselves if we are out there saying we need a society where there aren't hungry people or as we frequently talk about on this show we need a society where there's adequate medical care for people with mental illness you know, do we have an obligation then to fight and to work for that society? Maybe fight's a little bit too strong, but fight in a very general sense, like to struggle for a society where there is adequate medical care for people with mental illness or where there's adequate health care for people who are sick so they're not, you know, going into bankruptcy just to take care of, you know, minor illnesses and stuff like we have in this country all over the all, all the time. Do we have an obligation then to fight for that society? I would argue that we do. And in this in that sense then my proposition would hold that we do have this obligation if we want to have the better society that we say we're supposedly we're supposedly working for. We have an obligation ourselves to do what we can, whatever that means, to do what we can to contribute to making the society better. Uh, along those lines, rather than merely saying it on Twitter or Facebook or whatever we want to use, you know, we have an obligation to do that work ourselves, Dylan. Yeah, but I mean, sure, I agree with you. We do have an obligation. It is part of the human condition, but we're not doing it. And we're not doing it in the sense of we're educating ourselves not to do it. And the proof is in jobs. The proof is in career paths. We have a teacher shortage. Teachers are pretty altruistic job in helping society to, to reach that goal, to, to reach the goal of trying to create a, a fairer and juster system. And teachers are, are leaving in droves, not, not, not going, people aren't studying to become teachers because it's, it's being taught by society that it's not a viable profession because it doesn't bring in enough money. It doesn't bring in enough shoes for, for the one person, and, and, but, but it is the system that would help to bring the shoes to the, to the shoeless person. And also, you know, some NGOs like the one that you work for, which is a job in which you are, which is designed to help others. But when you're talking to others or you're seen in society, yeah, he's one of them. He's one of, he's one of the people on, on the left that, that helps other people. Why would he do that? He, he he had su he has such a good mind. He should go work in Wall Street or work in a think tank and make you know three three hundred thousand dollars a year. Or the 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 stories that we've talked about with with podcasting or and 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 such. And both of both of people within our our friend groups and and people that we know where 
they, they care and the values in the in in what they have in what they have not what they're giving or not what they're doing to build this a society a community is a group of people it's not a group of individuals the individual doesn't matter in any community the fact that america has this one so wrong makes me laugh a little bit but also makes me rather sad because we see too much as the in, through the lens of an individual and a community is just a bunch of individuals. Socialism is still just a bunch of individuals trying to make a system that's better for more people, period. Yeah, we can we can argue back and forth between X and Y. Democracy, socialism, it's, the, end, the end product is still the same thing. Capitalism does not have the end product being the same thing. Capitalism has somebody on the top. The person with the most money, with the most power, and everybody trying to fight to get to it. Within democracy and, and socialism, what you have is a system that 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 we're not afraid of our neighbors, where we get to know know our neighbors, where we say hello instead of seeing our neighbor as our competition. I have to have more crap than my neighbor. What the fuck is that about? That's such a silly silly system, but it's a system that we that that has been sold and purchased and bought into by so many people. So I'm, we're struggling. We're struggling as a as 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 a nation for sure. Um, and we're struggling. We're struggling as pretty much as a species globally. Doc. So I would I would agree with you that that we are failing to meet our responsibility as people who live within a society. I think that you know I I agree that you know there's a lot of people that see things way too much through the in, through the individual lens as if you know I'm the only person here. I'm the only person that matters. I'm the only person that I do for, you know, and everybody else can either do for themselves or they can go to hell. It doesn't really make any difference to me one way or another, just as long as I don't have to deal with them because you will have to deal with them. I mean, that's what, that's where the problem is. You will have to eventually deal with these people. I always, you know, use the analogy of the person who builds his castle. Yeah, he's built his castle. It's a great castle. He built it all by himself, you know, from from scratch, you know, he moved all the bricks or whatever himself. He laid all the mortar himself, but he built his castle in the middle of a dump, you know, with with disease and rot all over the place. Yeah, he's got a castle, but it's in the middle of the dump. So how great is that life? You know, how great is the life that you built when you built your castle in the middle of the dump? You might be able to defend your castle. It may be that you live in a place where nobody actually wants to attack your castle. Whatever the case is, you know, you still live in the dump. You know, it doesn't really matter how great a castle you have. And in the United States, we believe this. We think that we got a castle and that's really where it ends. But the fact is, is the world is dying and rotting around us. And we're actually trained in the society to value the people who take advantage of other people. We're trained in the society to value the people who do, you know, do unethical or immoral things to get ahead because, you know, look, look how smart they were. They got over on the system. Yeah, they got over on the system. Yeah, they're, they're. You know, they're winning in this world. They, they, you know, they get the money and they get the the women and they get, you know, whatever else. But at the end of the day, you know, they're getting all that stuff at the expense of you and me. They're getting well, all that stuff no, at they, the expense they, of, no. of our society. Yeah, I believe absolutely, yes. They're getting it all at the expense the people, of everybody the people, else. The people, the people, the they are getting they are getting it at the expense of everyone else. I agree with you on that on that point. But they they but those who are winning are winning because they already had the wealth, they already had the power, they already had the because I'm because the the kid, the student who who doesn't have the support system and the money to back back him, who who gets one up on the system, 
is the kid who at 20 is living under the under the yeah. bridge. Well, I I don't argue with that. I I don't abs- I absolutely agree with what you just said that it's a lot more about who you know than what you do or 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 where you go. Like if you have money to start with, if you know if you're born on third base, you know, our society teaches you that you hit a triple and you know you're on your way to home home plate. That's the the analogy I use in my book is the the person there you know the the whole goal is to get to the top of the mountain. Why are you at the top of the mountain because you're safe from a of a, a, a hungry monster who's coming after everyone and who roams around on the bottom of the mountain. So if you're on the bottom of the mountain obviously you're in danger of being destroyed by this monster. But there are people who are born 2 feet from the top of the mountain and they claim that they did it all themselves. Or there's people meanwhile there's people who are born underneath the mountain who will never get out to see, even see the light of day to begin the climb. So uh you've been listening to Marine and the Hippie. This is season number three, dialogue number four, and we've been talking about do we have a moral and ethical responsibility in our society? I am the Marine. I am the hippie. And we'll see you all in a couple weeks. Peace out. Ciao. Take care. Broke into a, spe- a special, a special forces compound in California, and attacked two special forces men, cutting them. And they ran into an office and called the police. Ninja two, special forces zero. Yeah, nine hundred billion dollars. Right. Guess two special forces guys who can't beat the shit out of a ninja and have to who have to lock themselves in an office. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, that's just, that's it. You are listening to Green and the Hippie. <laughs> Do it. It's done, man. It's already in my head. For more information on the Marine, follow Doc at Supernova underscore Earth on Twitter, and listen to the Supernova Earth Show on Spotify. For more information on the Hippie, follow Dylan at Gezi and Me on Twitter, and read his blog at ObservationsFromTheSpectrum.org. dot